Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Good afternoon and happy Friday. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. 106.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial. Eric Asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Hey, free download for your smartphone or tablet. You can also catch the podcast there because our podcast is everywhere. 
Anchors are home based. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Hey, did you check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports last night? Mike Dettilia is our guest. If you missed it, it's on our social media platforms right now. It's also on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Um, you can check us out uh, also tonight at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, uh, 10 o'clock on WLAE, uh, Saturday morning at uh, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. On, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So, again, plenty of ways to be able to catch the program. It'll be on ericasher.com uh, by, the, by the end of the weekend. Thank you, Chilier, joining us on the program. Hope you get a chance to check it out uh, over the weekend. Uh, today on the program, Mike Mazan will join us at about 4.15. Uh, from Hot Off the Bench Podcast, the Football Podcast and Blog. Matty Hudak, uh, again, the sideline reporter for the Tulane Green Wave, also writes for Saints Wire, will join us at 4.15. We'll talk Tulane and also Saints with her. Plus, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Deshaun Watson situation as well. I'll, I'll get into that with Maddie. She's been all over that situation. So, um, again, uh, uh, we're looking forward to having Maddie back on the program. And then Glenn Gilbo. Uh, Outkick.com will finish up the program with us at 535. A couple of reasons why I want to bring Glenn on. Yes, we're going to talk some Saints. We're going to talk some LSU. We've got a brand-new book out. We've been talking about it for now, what, almost a year. We've been talking about it, about Skip Bertman. So uh, we'll get him uh, a chance to preview his book. Um, for those uh, great baseball fans out there, for those who want to know a little bit more about the, the life and times of Skip Bertman, you'll be able to find that out uh, on Glenn's new, uh, new publication, his new book. So that'll, that'll be happening um, at 535 this afternoon. Don't forget again about um, our our, um, our good friends over at uh, William Grant. Again, uh, independent family distillers since 1887, a proud sponsor of our Friday show. Henry's Gym, Malago Tequila, Rake Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Do you love scotch? We've got, again, award-winning scotches for you. Um, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, all award-winning. Uh, uh, of course, don't forget, if you're, if you're an Irish whiskey drinker, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world uh, is a William Grant product. It's Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Uh, maybe you're a rum drinker. How about Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum or Sailor Jerry rum? Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum pur- purchased in the state of Louisiana. Of course, those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation. And what a great uh, give back this is. Uh, again, thanks to George Laureano, Republic Beverage, William Grant, uh, for jumping on with the God Foundation to take care of active military members, retired military members and their families. Again, the God Foundation has given out over $200,000 in financial aid since 2012 because, again, uh, folks like you that either, again, reach for a William Grant product, say with Jerry Rum, or, again, uh, give directly to the uh, uh, to the. Uh, uh, Got Foundation at www.gotourtroops.org. Again, living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs, basic family needs. Again, there are funds that are available to cover that. Again, for active military members, retired military members, and their family. All you have to do is, again, apply. Uh, www.gotourtroops.org. You want to give back? Again, reach for uh, Sailor Jerry Rum. And every, have every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation. Don't forget about our bourbon portfolio, Fistful of Bourbon uh, and Hudson Bourbon. And again, as I said so many times, you cannot make a dram, you cannot make a rusty nail without Drambuie. Again, um, uh, outstanding dist- uh, distiller in 2019. That's William Grant, award-winning scotches. I mean, you go right down the line of all the awards that William Grant has won and continues to win. Uh, William Grant, independent, an independent family distiller since 1887. Again, don't forget about Henry's Neptunia Gin, proud sponsor of our Monday show. Uh, when you're heading to your favorite spirit store and you're uh, stocking up on that William Grant products, reach for Henry's Neptunia Gin. All right, uh, I just, 
I'm going to take a, a quick break here from sports for a moment because uh, uh, my uh, my mind is blown once again. I mean, it just is blown once again. Um, the mayor was in Lakeview last night and, and doing her, again her uh, her. It seems like weekly um, uh, meet the uh, uh, district uh, residents, uh, talking about the budget, etc. Um, and kind of in an off-the-cuff comment last night uh, has taken off now, not just in the city, but again, eventually it'll be around the country and around the world. The mayor's now threatening to, to cancel Mardi Gras once again. Okay? Now, uh, I said this last night on social media. I think, I think it's hard to believe that, again, a mayor of, again, a city that depends so much on tourism, okay, would even make a statement about the possibility of canceling Mardi Gras in August. It's mind-blowing. It's absolutely mind-blowing. You know, she has not learned, still today, again, five and a half years into the job, okay, that her words have consequences. Okay, when she says something, it's going to get out, social media, etc. And when she makes a comment about Mardi Gras in August, like she did, again, back in COVID, remember? There are consequences to those actions, consequences to, to again, uh, to, to, her, to her words, Look, we're in this situation, and the situation she is prefacing is the lack of police protection. Because of her inaction, she allowed the NOPD to continue to be depleted. She did nothing now until we're in a crisis situation. So we're in this position again. Yes, it started with Ray Nagan. And again, it ramped up with Mitch Landrieu. But again, uh, there has been no movement one way or the other by this mayor to be able to slow down the attrition at the NOPD. To the point now we're in a crisis situation. I mean, she's one of the reasons why we're in this position. I mean, look, you want the facts? We don't have enough cops to protect our city. We know that. Everyone knows that, okay? But let me say this right now. Didn't stop Mardi Gras last year, did it? Didn't stop the Sugar Bowl. Didn't stop Jazz Fest. Didn't stop French Quarter Fest. Didn't stop Essence. And it's not going to stop Southern Decadence that's going to be here in another week and a half, Okay? I mean, she used COVID-19, I said that again, as, as, as a masquerade uh, to, to be able to, again, shut down all the, uh, the tourist-based economy in this town. And I said it back then. The reason why she was doing this because she knew she didn't have enough cops to protect the city. Well, she doesn't have that, that excuse now. I don't, even, I don't hear her breaking and shutting down Southern Decadence because of the possibility of a monkeypox outbreak. I mean, give me a break here. I mean, you're making these comments, and again, you're, you're threatening the golden goose here, which is tourism. You just can't make off-the-cuff comments like this. Why make a statement and send a message to, again, the entire world not to visit New Orleans and threaten the tourist economy? It makes no sense. And I said this last night on social media, and, and I truly mean this. I really do not know what is more dangerous right now in the city of New Orleans. The criminal element, again, that, that is wreaking havoc on our streets, or the fact that we got a mayor that's drunk on power, True leaders, true leaders, they find a solution to the problems, okay? They find solutions to the problems facing the city. They don't threaten the livelihood or the lifeblood of, the, of our economy, which is tourism. So that off-the-cuff comment, because she was aggravated last night at the District A meeting because she was not in front of, again, a friendly crowd, so can send reverberations, not just, again, through the tourist industry here in New Orleans, but again, those that are again that are planning um, to make a vacation here, those that are planning to come for Mardi Gras, those that are planning to come for other festivals, those that are, that are planning again and maybe a day trip or, or their vacation. 
We need a mayor again that's trying to solve the problems, not create another one. And she did that last night. And it's just frustrating. Frustrating because the apathy in this town is why she's back in office for a second term. And the apathy in this town is why she continues to serve as mayor. Where's the outrage, ladies and gentlemen? Where's the outrage that, again, the violence on our street? Where's the outrage that, again, that, again, the NOPD that is depleted? Where's the outrage, again, at, at the, the comments that she makes and, of course, the world trips that she's making? Where's the outrage, again, on, again, her administration and, and how, she's, how she has served as mayor? It's frustrating, folks. It just really is. And last night, again, once again, I mean, words have consequences, especially when you're in a position of power like she is. To make that, the, to make that comment, everybody knows that we knew last year when Mardi Gras was on, we didn't have enough cops to protect us. But it, the, the show went on. We needed it to go on for our economy. And we've had, again, many, many, many big events since then. Short on police. And here's the, 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 the fallacy of it all. When Mardi Gras comes, we have police officers that come from all parts of the state, all parts of the region, the state police, to augment the NOPD. Why make that comment? Unnecessary. All right. Let's shift gears to sports. Joining us on the program is, is, my, is my good friend Mike Vazan. Again, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Fazano Football podcast, and blog. Mike, welcome to the show. How you doing? Eric, my brother, hold on a minute. I'm calling Mobile to make my reservations for Mardi Gras. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, just unbelievable. You know, hey, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the state police come down? And are there yes. a lot of volunteer policemen that are, or reserve policemen that, are, that they use? Plus, they, they tap into Jefferson Parish. They tap into other parts, uh, other other police um, um, agencies within within the um, uh, the metropolitan area. And oh, by the way, the federal government sends uh, sends officers here as well. Whether that be again FBI, uh, you know, ATF, etc., uh, DEA, yeah. they're on the streets as well. Yeah, if I remember right, that they had they used reserve. A lot of reserves. You can't tell a difference in uniform between a reserve cop or a regular policeman, a full-time one. And they do that on purpose because all the police you see on Carnival, that's what kind of keeps the crowds at bay. Or there's a, like You have to be able to see a policeman in sight, you know. And plus, New Orleans people, we know how to behave ourselves during Carnival. So during Mardi Gras, I'm not worried an unnecessary it. comment, Mike. And again, in the history... I, in the history of the city, I don't think we've ever had a mayor to be to be not measured in her comments when it comes to tourism. Yeah, especially right now, we are dependent. Look, there was a time when we knew the port, Mike, when we were growing up, right? I mean, you could get a job yeah. at the port, and you could make a good living at the port. Okay, and now oh, it's all yeah. containered. Uh, you know, everything everything is container, and you know, it's it's not as well as it was when we were growing up. The port no. is not like what the port was, where again, pretty much in this town, you know, it was it was it was one of the major employers. It's tourism. And we got to protect that tourism, like like it's like it's a fragile egg, and she doesn't have a clue. No, no, unfortunately, um, this is who the people voted for. So, yep, that is what it is. We got to live with it for a little bit longer. Hopefully, again, again, hopefully, we'll be able to get it through. Get through it. (laughs) Yeah. Just, I fell out my chair last night when when I read that. Literally, (laughs) I read it. Literally fell out of my chair. I I cannot believe that that those comments were made. I thought it was a joke. I just shook my head when I read it. I just went. I just thought to myself, "Here we go again." Oh yeah, you're going to cancel. You're already talking about in in um, August. 
you're going to cancel next Mardi Gras because of the police situation. That makes it. So what is, I don't even get into it, Eric, because now all that, man, all that says, tells everybody thinking about coming here between now and Mardi Gras, what the hell is going on down there? There's no police. Right. Let right. me cancel my trip to New Orleans. Exactly. Go somewhere else. Exactly. And believe me, people have, have the ability to go anywhere they want to go. Yeah. Okay? And, and, and it doesn't just send that message to those here in the country. It's, a, it's an international visitor as well. So yep. very, very frustrating. And, and just it's just mm-hmm. mind-blowing that, again, a sitting mayor, she's not her first rodeo. She's been at this five years, and she'd make a comment yeah. like that. Oh, here we go. Let's talk some saints. Uh, tonight, yeah, Friday could, night. I can go on. Go ahead. Finish your comment. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, let's change the subject because I could go on and on. Oh, you. Know? Uh, you. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. That's, that's, why I, that's why I don't do that show anymore. Right. I, I, I'm cutting years off my life doing that show. So yeah. that's why I don't do it anymore. Um, all right, she my, runs the city as, poor, as poorly as John Meekham Jr. and the Saints. Amen to that. Uh, where's the astronaut? <laughs> Dick Gordon. Yeah. Oof. Scary, scary times. Scary times, ladies uh-huh. and gentlemen. Um. Michael, first question out the box. A uh, lot of lot of injuries right now with the uh, on the offensive line. Uh, I'm not sure how many starters are going to play tonight, um, and you know, hey, James is already out. Uh, they 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 signed KJ Costello. If you're Dennis Allen, are you throwing Dandy Dalton out there, or are you um, looking at saying, okay, I'm going to give um, Ian Book another shot here? to be able to maybe make look better than he did last week and maybe take a peek at K.J. Costello. If, if it's me, there's no way I'm putting Andy Dalton out there tonight uh, against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I mean, listen, they've had a whole week for practice with Green Bay, and they went up to Green Bay and for practice and lost their offensive line in the meantime. Uh, but, no, I mean, uh, I would definitely do go, by, go with your idea, Eric. I mean, I wouldn't – I wouldn't put Andy Dalton out there for that for that very reason. Um, you don't want you already have your starter who's gimpy with a bad foot coming off an ACL. You don't need your backup who's almost as good or not better than your starter. Some some things to get hurt in a meaningless preseason game after you've just practiced against this team all week. It's not like you you have to learn something about the Packers tonight. You have to learn more about your players tonight. Well, I 100% agree, and and especially guys that, and I'm not sure how Dennis Allen is going to play this now, you know, because there's only three preseason games. You know, before, again, this would have been the, you know, the, the, the third preseason game is when you see the starters. They play, what, a half or something, and then, and then you know, again, they're, they're gone until, until week one. Um, now, with only three preseason games, how do you balance that? And, and, you know, again, we've talked about it before, but how do you hard, allow your players to harden their body um, but also get get in, get in some game reps and, and still be healthy for the regular season. And look, it's a long one now. It's 13 straight games before you get your first bye, before you get the bye. Yeah. So it's almost like playing an, an old school regular season, uh, you know, yeah. before you get the bye, which which again is really just mind blowing that they, again the Saints asked not to have the bye after London because it was too early in the season, so they stuck it at the end of the season on the Saints. Yeah. Well. You know, and that buy could be meaningless by then. You know, who knows? Um, 
you know, depending on what happens during the season, the Saints could be out of the playoffs or have already maybe clinched something. So you 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 like to have your bye toward the middle of the season, you know, right around there, so you get a nice little break. But it is, you know, that's what the NFL does. It's how they treat the Saints. So, you know, it is what it is. But but you're right about hardening the body. You know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago at Scott's party um, when they used to play six preseason games when they had 14 regular, and then they switched yep. to four and 16. But players played in the preseason, and they had two-a-day practices. And the preseason was, you know, your starters played your first game, and then gradually by the end by the end of the preseason, they played almost the whole game because they were getting their body, their timing, and everything right. But they didn't have as many OTAs back then, so you have more opportunities, I guess, to uh, to get everything in place now. So what I'm saying is, I mean, uh, preseason, I think is going to be, I think a game will be knocked off in the near future. There'll be two. Because you can have practices like you did this week, and uh, yeah, you, you get more out of those. Um, and you get more out of but, but you know, TV pays for these preseason games. These preseason games are televised. Yep. And so they're still making. Oh, and the money owners make them. a lot of money because they're they're charging again regular season prices for a preseason game. Oh, oh, oh the, 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 yeah. The prices they sell they charge for tickets is robbery. It's a, it's insane robbery. But you get your season ticket renewal every year, and there it is, regular price for a preseason game. Mm-hmm. It's nauseating. You can go on any app and get a preseason game for ten bucks or less. Changing regular prices. Yep. Um, so, okay, Mike's breaking up. I'll tell you, let's do this real quick. Let's take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. You're listening to the William Grant family of Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt, even on the weekends. If your AC breaks down, they're there for you. And i got to let you again, Swelter. Uh, again, all you got to do is call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. And uh, remember, after-hour service as well. And I'm, when I say after-hour service, it means a Burkhardt employee will answer the phones and dispatch a Burkhardt truck and a Nate certified technician out to your home business to get your AC up and running again. doesn't matter what type of brand you have at your home or your business. Burkhardt is authorized to service it. And if you're in the market for a new system, allow Burkhardt to come out and give you a price. Authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. You're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. I'm your host, Eric Kasher. Mike Vassan, Hot Off the Bench podcast and blog is our guest. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. When your ride fires on all cylinders, so do you. That's why Napa is on a mission to keep you in motion. With nearly 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores and over 17,000 Napa Auto Care centers, the Napa Network has everything you need to get up and go. Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the left lane on 10 westbound at the Bonnet Carey Spillway. And in the meantime, your delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 westbound 
from Elysian Fields to Canal, and the delays pick back up on 10 westbound with delays heavy from City Park to the Bonnet Carey Spillway. 10 eastbound delays are solid from Loyola to Power, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from City Park to the High Rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from Broad to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side, from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, look out for backups from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hitting the road this weekend, 
Maybe, again, you're bringing your son or daughter to college. Maybe, again, your son or daughter, again, is taking their vehicle to college. You want to make sure it's in tip-top shape. Bring it over to Southern Tire. Family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Folks, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what you're looking for. Wheels or tires to 30 inches, they've got it for you. And also, again, they've got something to fit everyone's budget. You can even order your tires on the Southern Tire website. Then go on into Southern Tire, and, of course, they'll hook you up right there. Uh, ASC certified technicians with the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. So, again, if you need to keep that, that engine running, keep that car on the road, you can bring it over to Southern Tire. You can trust the Piazza family. They've been at it since 1972. Uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you may be able to troubleshoot what's going on with your vehicle. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, uh, Mike Fazan rejoins us. Hot off the bench podcast, uh, Fazan on football podcast and blog. Mike, who are the, some of the players you'll be king on tonight? Who do you want? Who do you want to see? Uh, is Trevor Penning playing? He will be, I think he's going to play most of the game, considering yeah, Hurst well. is out. Uh, they were down to they were down. I think two um, tackles in the last practice against the Packers. Yeah, he needs all the work he can get. I was very disappointed in his play last week. And I know he got a high score for run blocking. So he, he, he's, he's a behemoth offensive lineman who did well in a preseason game run blocking. Oh, let's all stop and stop the presses. He looked like crap in pass protection. Let's call it like it is. I was extremely disappointed. He looked so overwhelmed in the past with speed rush. Guys, I mean, it's not like, Eric, I think you pointed it out, and I thought about it during the game. This is not Jason Pierre-Paul on the edge. I mean, these are journeymen at best guys who were dominating him coming off the edge. So they got to figure, they better figure something out. He's going to be playing inside at guard before long because any offensive lineman can run block except for Cesar Ruiz or Andres Peter Towns, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you had a 90-something whatever. It was a 90 uh, on Football Focus, 90.5, Ooh, something like that. Football Focus had him at 90-something. And run blocking against second and third and fourth string guys who will be selling gro- who be bagging groceries in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, they need to get that corrected. Oh, they're going to be – they're going to have a huge bust on their hands. So I'll be watching him tonight. Um, I guess if Book – plays I'll, I'll see what what he can do he looked like he was he had up up he had up and down moments last week uh the fumble where he the fumble he lost was egregious but the fumble when you in a four-minute offense is unforgivable it's a cuttable offense that is something that you they basically the game shifted right there because now you're second and five and you and even smith and the offensive line is getting four or five yards a shot, so now you 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 you, you, lo- you you fumble, you lose two yards on the fumble. Now you're third and seven, and you're going to run the ball because you don't want to uh, you don't want to throw the ball. And you want to I don't uh, force them into a timeout or whatever it was. I can't remember the exact mm-hmm. situation, but to me that was more egregious than the fumble he lost because of the time and when that happened. So he's got to concentrate better on handling that snap. Uh, from Carr, I mean, he looked really good. He looked really good. 
Um, refresh my memory on his name, Eric. I don't have it in front of me. You're talking about um, receiver? Yeah, the wide receiver from Edna Carr. Uh, and the, uh, Deshaun Dixon? Deshaun Dixon. I thought he looked really well. He really did. I thought he, he shined more out of those groups than any of the, the other ones. So uh, I thought Abram Smith looked good. He fumbled at the three-yard line. You can't yeah. do that, man. can't do that. But you but he he can't. looked like the best running back on the field, though. Uh, no doubt about talking about between Jones and Washington. I mean, just the burst that he had, the physicality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. You can't you can't fumble the ball there. But I, that's the guy I want to see tonight. I want to yeah. see more of him. I want to see what he can do. And especially, man, I want like to see him early as well. Um, look, we know Washington Jones can play special teams, and I don't think Washington's going anywhere. And Jones, look, the, the problem I got with Jones is, Mike, he, did, he had a chance last year to do it against the ones, and he couldn't get it done. He couldn't do it. Okay? Yeah, he, he was just ordinary against the ones. He was one of those preseason wonders last season that you see. Um, but, I mean, Kirk Merritt's another guy I want to see, okay? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought – you know, I mentioned it the other day, Callaway, to me, is a guy that they say is running behind when, when, when it comes to practice. But, I mean, as soon as you put him in the game, I mean, he's making great, you know, he's getting separation and making catches. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But I like Dixon, and, and, and I'd like to see Merritt, who's got a tremendous amount of speed. Will those guys at least make the practice squad going forward? I mean, remember, right. you know, little Jordan Humphrey's gone. Uh, Ty, Ty Montgomery's gone. I mean, these guys are not, are, are not your practice squad guys anymore. You have to really kind of start to cultivate new, uh, younger receivers now. Now those guys have moved on to other teams. Yeah. Um, I thought the Saints defense played extremely well. Uh, the, the first unit, I mean, uh, a lot of guys were not playing, but obviously Paulson Adebo looked unbelievable. He looked great. Um, and the defense actually played well until the final drive. And the guy, Allen, who just picked him up from the USFL, I guess, mm-hmm. got burned on that long pass. Uh, I guess it was third and 15 or whatever. But, I mean, and he, he had an interception the series before, but he was beaten on a play. The ball was underthrown. And it fell into his lap. To his credit, he caught it. But he looked really bad on that. And they and the kid was at Fields. You know, he looked yep. just as he poor was. on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm not worried about the Saints' defensive backfield. Those are guys. They those are just throw-ins. I mean, those uh, guys won't even be on the team if they make yeah. the practice squad. Right. And that was the other thing yeah. about it. You felt good, right, Mike? I mean, 58 minutes, you dominated Houston as you should have. Yeah. And you end up yeah. losing at the end. There's a little bit of a sour taste there, but then you got, you got to also again kind of take a look at it and then put it a little bit under a microscope and say, okay, you lost to Houston at the end with guys that are really not going to even be on this team, or if they are on this team, they're, they're going to be on the practice squad. Well, well, you mean culprits were the well, guys that you'll we'll never see the field this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they do see the field, then, right. then you've had some major injuries. Major, right? You know. So. I will say this, Mike. I do want to see the linebacking core tonight. They brought in John Bostic, 10-year uh, veteran. Look, he had, did not play well last year. They have been back-to-back years with 100 tackles. Uh, again, a lot of people believe that he's done. Uh, you know, Eric Wilson is a guy that, that a lot of people are talking about, the, the, uh, the veteran from, from, uh, that was formerly with Houston. I, I really yeah. liked Sewell last week. I thought he showed some real speed. Now, does that, what does that mean you know, in, ter- in terms of getting on the final 53? I don't know about that. But also yeah. Zach Bond, Caden Ellis, those guys got to get on the field. Chase Hansen has to prove that, again, he can stay healthy. You know, I mean, look, if they wanted Chase Hansen, they could have had him from day one. They didn't bring him to camp. They brought him to yeah. camp after injuries. Uh, and the reason yeah. why is because he's been so injured. Yeah, exactly. And I want to see if he can. I want to see if he can sustain his level of play from last week, because he really looked good. I mean, you got to give him his due. He oh, played no doubt. well. 
all over the field. The first play of the game, he's, he gets a tackle for loss. You know, he gets a pick off the uh, deflection. He was all over the place. So if that can translate into the regular season, then maybe losing Quan Alexander's not going to hurt as bad. But um, but that's a big if. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, he's a, he's a, he's often injured. So we'll have I mean, to see what happens issue. with him. Andrew Dow, we yeah. know, is a really good special teams player. Again, he's, he's uh, you know – and then, of course, the rotation on the defensive line. You know, the, 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 the back end of that, I mean, right now, let's face it, like Jordan, um, Passigno, uh, Davenport, Granderson, Turner, those are your, those are your, uh, your defensive ends. Anyamata, Tuttle, Street, Roach, got to figure those are the guys inside. Maybe Huggins has got an outside shot of making the team. But I, I can't see any of these other guys making the team. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, pretty I mean, much they were, set. They were pretty much set before the- – you know, before camp right. started there. Um, it would be hard for somebody to come in and crack that lineup. I mean, maybe Jordan you know, Jackson, the, 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 the rookie, makes the practice squad, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No um, yeah. You know, they got Taco Charlton again. What is he? I think he was drafted by Dallas. Was it with Atlanta? I mean, he's been a bust at both places. Um yeah, I think he was drafted. Uh, was it Dallas? Yeah, he was. He was drafted. I had to go back. I-, I mentioned it with Scott last week, and I knew it when it came out of my mouth that I was wrong. He was drafted by Dallas, and he ended up with Atlanta. He was that. Okay, it was Dallas, yeah. and then he went. Yeah, over I- when it- as soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew it was wrong, and I nah, should have looked sorry. it up right then, and I didn't do it. But uh, later, it just bothered me through the night. So I looked it up that <laughs> night, and I said, "Man, you know what? My-, my first instinct was right." Oh well, it is what it is. Yeah, I do it look, all the, the defensive time, backfield set up, Mike. Right? I mean, again, yeah. show me how again somebody's going to crack that when you got a Debo and, and Lattimore on the outside, May and, and, and Matthew inside. You got Gardner Johnson as your nickel. PJ Williams is again your hybrid. Alante Taylor is that's going to play a lot. JT Gray's your on, on on special teams. Roby's your third corner, and, and then and then you're looking at again Sorensen and Evans probably fighting for a, a final spot uh, on the roster. Yeah, and I mean, you, you think about the cornerbacks. I mean, I don't know if there's been a better tandem. If if Paulson Adebo keeps playing the way he's playing in the history of the Saints defense, I mean, Lattimore's a lockdown, shut down your number one. And Adebo's looking more and more like Richard Sherman every week. I hate to put that on him, that tag on him so early, but he's looking great. And then uh, Roby's going to be your nickel guy and then you have cd deuce i mean it's like i've never seen the same stephen's backfield as deep maybe i'm just i'm just looking at it you know as a homer i but, think you're right i think I you're mean, right mike I don't, I don't think you're looking at it as a homer i mean you've seen saints football since 67 yeah. again maybe you go back to the dome patrol and you say that was a pretty good secondary but that was that was really buoyed by again a great defensive line in the dome patrol yeah Gene Atkins was the best guy in the backfield back then, yeah. right? I mean, I could have played, I could have played cornerback on that team, right? Uh, because of the front seven. But these guys are, I mean, oh, they're legit across and at every position. They are legit. Darius, but I think, yeah, but I think this is the best one they've had. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if 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 the main the key is if Adebo keeps on this uh, level on this trajectory, right. I mean. That's going to be the key. That's going to be the key, no doubt. Hey, Jack and River yeah. Ridge is on the line. Actually, I've had him holding there and forgot about it. Thank you, Rudy. Uh, Jack, welcome to the program. Sorry about the hold, brother. That's all right. Good afternoon, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, Jack. Good afternoon, Jack. Man, you know, even with the injuries, I think things are looking good for the Saints in the division. 
you got two absolute clowns coaching Carolina and Atlanta, and yep. Tom Brady's on sabbatical. So I mean, that, yep. that's a, that's a good week for the Saints. I think. Well, not just that, Jack. I mean, they made they got some losses on that team too. I mean, again, everybody wants to talk about the Saints and the then the turnover on 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 the staff. Pretty much the same exact deal, okay? Uh, in, in terms of elevation of, of of coaches, and look, they've lost some critical pieces to that team. Uh, and, and wait a minute, Brady's another year older. Hey, if he comes back, I mean, who knows what's going on there? I mean, I listened to an interview with the coach this morning. He doesn't seem to know when he's coming back. Yeah, his heart's not in it. I mean, he retired, and I, he and I think he missed it so much. He um, retired, and now he's getting into the. It, it's once you retire, man. You know, everybody knows when you start thinking you're retired. When you start talking about it, and you actually do it, and now you come back. Unless I'm completely off, I just don't think he's mentally into it. And in everything that I've that I've read and heard, guys, this was something that was already a, 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 a prerequisite when he was going to come back. That right. He was gonna take time off in the middle of camp. I, I wouldn't read too much yeah. into it. And then look, okay. he's a guy that doesn't need the reps. He's not. Gonna, he's not going out there and playing in a preseason game. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll I guess, but I'm. Well, I, if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong, but. I don't know. It just it just seems weird for Tom Brady to take off. Just take off in the middle of a of a camp like that. But agree. it could be that he wants to see wants to save himself, you know, for the December run. Okay, I'll buy that. And guys, I just had one question. Um, Ian Book is is he playing for more than a place on a practice squad? Because I mean, you, you got your two quarter unless there's an injury. You got your two quarterbacks. You got Taysom as as uh, you know as the emergency guy. I mean, is there any way books on the active roster? No way. No way. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Jack, I, I, I said this been since the last couple of weeks. If it's me and i got to give up, again, a, a, a roster spot for another quarterback as opposed to keeping another defensive back or a wide receiver or a lineman, okay, I'm keeping the wide receiver, lineman, or defensive back, and I'm going to go with two quarterbacks, and my emergency quarterback is going to be Taysom Hill on game day. And, and guess what? I'm going to either put him on the practice squad or I'm going to go find another young player that can run the scout team. Okay, so I think he's showcasing himself for other teams right now, honestly. Mike? Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be a GA somewhere in a couple of years, a graduate assistant, maybe at Notre Dame. Maybe at LSU. Uh, maybe at LSU. Hey, 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 good point. Maybe so. And, guys, just one last thing. I think another good thing happened, well, really in the last month for the Saints. I think they have to be uh, off the top of uh, Roger Goodell's list. I-, I have to believe the Cleveland Browns have replaced them there. Don't you think? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. And the fact that Peyton's not here anymore, I think that goes a long way. I, yeah. think, you're, I think you're right there, too. Guys, no y'all have a, good, have a good weekend. You too, you too, Jack. Thanks so much. Hey, Mike, let's shift, let's shift to LSU. We have not talked about the Tigers a lot. I, 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 I've listened to all the press conferences this week between um, Kelly and, and his coordinators. Uh, I am just so um, impressed with everything they've done thus far. Um, now, again, we have not seen this team on the field. But they seem to feel that they got a team that's really coming together, really strong at the wide receiver position. Uh, obviously, it is a, uh, a question mark right now on, again, who's going to play where on the offensive line. They feel really good about, uh, again, the tight end position right now with Mason Taylor, uh, probably going to take that position. Uh, there's a battle right now with Kane Emery, uh, you know, in terms, in terms of the running back position. Uh, you look at, at the, uh, at, on the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line may be the strength of the team. Uh, they're, they're loving what they got 
got in linebacker right now with Jones and Penn and Perkins, again, the, uh, the five-star. And then, of course, I've questioned the defensive backfield all along, but again, but listening to Matt House today, he really feels like he's got some quality players and, and, and guys that have been around, you know, five years. So these are, these are veteran players now that came through the transfer portal. They're going to be manning the back end. You know, I've just questioned if they're SEC caliber. They seem to believe that they are. Um, there's, some, there's a good vibe coming out of Tiger Town right now. Well, it's a new, yeah, it's a new staff, new to the, <clears throat> new to LSU, and what I've heard people talking about um, is they are. I have I've heard a player who played on the save and out there. I think on the mile he did play on the miles too. Jacob Hassan. Uh He was saying earlier today. Mm-hmm. I heard on his show that um, he hasn't seen it as organized and just as professional as their practices and just how everything is since he's been with, since 2004, he didn't want to call out any names, but who was the coach in 04? It was Saban and then 05, Les Miles and then Ogeron. But uh, he said, it's just, uh, it it doesn't mean anything. It's just that this has got that feel of a guy in Kelly who knows what he's doing. He's got all his bases covered and, I think LSU. I mean, I love I love Kelly. I think LSU's in great hands with him. And um, I mean, look at the recruiting. I mean, he's he's killing it recruiting already, and it's just going to get better. So, I think you were right, Eric. Earlier, you said it earlier that LSU's going to be better than people give them credit for. I mean, I think a nine ten win season is nothing. It's not something to. It shouldn't shock anybody if LSU wins. Now, what what's going to happen, what I think will happen is, what I hope will happen is, they get better as the season goes along. That's the sign of a really good mm-hmm. coach team. That's a great point. They That's keep great getting point. better. Yeah, I'm with you. The, the yeah. offensive line is the only real question mark right now. you gotta, you got to say. Again, you love what's on the defensive line. There was a question mark at linebacker. That seems to be, be, be pretty much solved at this point. They really like what they got there. Um, defensive backs, again, we'll, we'll see. Once they get up against SEC receivers, but I'm gonna say this right now: they're going against maybe the best group of wide receivers in the SEC every day. <laughs> so that gives me hope. Yeah, I mean LSU, Bama, and and Florida usually have the best wide receiver in Georgia. So um, I mean LSU's wide receiving group is is uh, as good as any, and I mean you know, those battles are are, are, are really. Um, Intense because I've seen some video of sometimes a DB wins a battle, sometimes a wide receiver wins it. It's not um, it's not anybody getting dominated. I think you're right about the offensive line, and that's going to be addressed. And going into the following season, it, it'll mm-hmm. be it'll be fixed where they'll have some depth, and some front line, great front line talent. But um, you know, I just have complete faith in, in Brian Kelly that. He knows what he's doing. Right. So I'm just going to sit back and, and, and let him do what he knows what to do. Yep. I mean, look, Campbell already is, is set at left tackle. They think they believe Schwartz is going to be the guard, right? But that could be Emory Jones, right? Those two guys, the guys are battling, well, I'm right? I'm going to say what. Um, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Emory Jones is coming in, I heard, and he's playing really well. Right, right. Uh, Dellinger looks like he's going to be the center. Yeah. And you got Frazier. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to say they may be hesitant to put to start two freshmen on the offensive mm-hmm. line, so that's why they may be holding on the same two, side. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. On the same side. No, I'm with you. Miles Frazier again. The, the transfer Bradford again. Um, uh, you know, I mean, uh, those are the names we've been hearing a lot of, right? Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the real question mark is Dellinger now is ability to be able to play the center position, especially when it comes to, again, the, 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 uh, the deep snap. Because, it, we're, again, you're in shotgun most of the time now in college football. So, right. again, how oh, you're going to get the snap out. And, again, they like him because of his size. And, and Kelly talked about his intelligence as well. That, again, that he feels like he can make all the line calls for this team. But he's never played the position before. Right. Yeah, I mean, listen um... – I agree with you, Eric. <clears throat> I can just tell you that if there's a problem with LSU, it's going to be because of talent, not because of coaching blunders this right. season. That they don't and I think the, the talent is there, Mike. It, yeah. It's again, but, can you harness it? The offensive line is the most critical part. Can you? Yeah. But now, but yet you've got two very mobile quarterbacks in Daniels and Nussmeyer. Those guys can right. get out of trouble and create havoc. Yeah, and I mean, you're going to see, I think you're going to see heavy run. I think you're going to see LSU try to run the ball heavy because because uh, of the quarterbacks. You know, Daniels right. is not, Daniels skinny. I mean, yeah. he's no, he kind he's, of like he's Miles Brennan was, you know, when he right. first popped mm-hmm. up. He's like 180 but pounds. He, he ran all over the 12. That's not going to cut it in the SEC week after well, I'm week. with you. I'm with you. Well, that's why, again, that's why I've said all along, now that Brennan's gone, everybody's talking about, again, uh, you know, a red shirt. Uh, when, when you start talking about um, um, Walker uh, Howard, Walker Howard um, better ready to go because, yeah. again, uh, the, you know, they, you, you got two guys that are very, very mobile. When they're on, on, they're going to be running when they're, when, they're, uh, when, when they're taking snaps, there's no doubt. Absolutely. I agree. Mike, uh, we got to wrap it up. we got about two minutes. I want to give you a minute to be able to go ahead and close out, tell the folks about uh, the podcast, when you guys are going to crank the podcast up, and, of course, when we'll see your first blog of the season. First blog will be coming up right around the start of the season. Uh, same with the podcast. Uh, Scott was talking about maybe doing something post-game. We'll see if that if that uh, it, it comes through. But uh, Hot Off the Bench with Scott Craig and myself was in on football. Uh, those are the podcasts, and you can catch them anywhere. You catch your favorite using your favorite podcast platforms. How about that, Eric? There you go. That's beautiful. Mike, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Always fun, my brother. There you Next go. Week. You got it. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. Man, aren't you ready for a cocktail? I know I'm ready for a cocktail. Are you ready for one? Uh, well, you got to reach for a William Grant product. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget about Henry's Neptunia Gin. And then, of course, a lineup of scotches, which is award-winning. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey. Don't forget about Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. Uh, you love Irish Whiskey? How about Tullamore Do Irish Whiskey? Uh, if you love uh, rum, we got a great lineup for you. Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum and also Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.ourjuice.org. Uh, the bourbon portfolio includes Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and also Hudson Bourbon. And you can't make a rusty nail without Drambouille. And that's part of the uh, portfolio of William Grant. Independent family still since 1887 and a proud sponsor of our program. Please go out there and when you head to your favorite spirit store, 
uh, reach for William Grant. When you head to your favorite restaurant or bar, demand William Grant. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company can trust, never gouge you, never cheat you. It's Burkhardt. It's acpromise.com. I've trusted them over 30 years. You can as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hire a cash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us on the program. Matty Hudak of um, of, uh, Saints Wire and also uh, Tulane Sideline Reporter will join us, along with Glenn Gilbo in hour number two. You're listening to the William Grant family that still does Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
back hour number two of inside new orleans it is the william grant family that still is friday extravaganza thanks so much for being there happy weekend to each and every one of you 106.1 fm nash icon on your radio dial eric asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon four to six iHeartRadio radio app tune in radio app our digital platforms nash fm 1061.com eric asher.com uh, on the world wide web our podcast is everywhere anchors our home base We're on your favorite podcasting platform search inside new orleans show with Eric Asher. And then, of course, um, uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports features Mike Dettelier this week. Uh, it's already on our social media platforms. Uh, it's on the WLE-TV YouTube page, and you can check us out tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE. Uh, Saturday mornings at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. That's WLE-TV 2, 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. I uh, hope you get a chance to check it out. Great job by Mike Dettelier, as always, uh, on the program. I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us in the first hour. Coming up in just a couple minutes, Matty Hudak of um, Saints Wire, also the sideline reporter for the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, and then we'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. Uh, Glenn has a brand-new book out about uh, Skip Bertman. We'll also touch on Saints and um, Tigers with him. Uh, so that'll happen at 5.35 this afternoon. Hey, again, uh, don't forget our uh, program is brought to you by our good friends at the in, uh, at William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887. And uh, what a lineup it is. I mean, you want to talk about a Super Bowl winning lineup. You want to talk about a championship lineup. You got it over at, over at uh, William Grant. Henrik's Gin, Malaco Tequila, Reka Vodka. Again, different from flavor profiles than what you're used to when it comes to your gin, tequila, or vodka, uh, vodka uh, choices. Uh, it's one of the reasons why, again, a lot of folks are flocking to these three hot spirits. And that's why mixologists will tell you they love, again, utilizing these spirits in their cocktails. Uh, Hendrix Gin, also, again, with uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gin, which is going to be, a, again, a limited edition uh, gin that's only going to be out until March of 2023. Reach out, go out and get some. Of course, they are a, our, our title sponsor on a Monday. And then you're talking about scotches. Uh, independent uh, family distillers, scotch distillers since 1887, uh, and fifth-generation Scotch, Scotch distillers. All, these are all award-winning. Uh, Glenn Fittick Scotts Whiskey, the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotts Whiskey, uh, and then Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. So if you're a Scotch drinker, you already know. If, if you're not a Scotch drinker and maybe you're, again, trying to lean towards Scotch, uh, reach for, again, one of the great William Grant Scotches. Uh, and as you go up the portfolio in terms of aged, uh, aged in, the, in the cast, Oh, my God, the flavors are just incredible. What they've been able to do in terms of experimentation, uh, again, a second to none. And you'll see that a lot on, on my social media platforms, especially on Facebook. Uh, David Paradise, the uh, brand ambassador for, uh, uh, for uh, 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 Glenfiddich, uh, 
and, and Balvini uh, puts out a lot of the uh, bottles on, on uh, Facebook, and I try to be able to put those out there so you guys can kind of check those out. But go to your favorite spirit store and ask about uh, the great Scotch lineup uh, of, of William Grant and then be able to go up the portfolio and check them out because I'm telling you, incredible. I got to do a Scotch tasting a few years ago. Myself and Scott Craig, George Loriana invited us, and I'm telling you right now, um, I'm not really a scotch drinker. I will drink it. Uh, I'm more of a bourbon drinker, but I enjoyed every moment of it and every sip of, again, those scotches. They're that good. They are that good. Tullamore Dewey Dewey Irish Whiskey is the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Reach out there and grab uh, a bottle of uh, Tullamore Dew. If you love rum, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, and, of course, Sailor Jerry rum. Sailor Jerry Spice rum is incredible. Uh, Not only that, again, you're giving back through the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, uh, again, helping active military members, retired military members, and their family. The money stays right here in Louisiana. It's Louisiana military members, uh, again, retired, active, and their families can take advantage uh, of the uh, God Foundation's program. www.gotourtroops.org. Over $200,000 of financial aid given out since 2012. Uh, if you need help with insurance premiums, mortgage payments, utility bills, rent, home repairs, living expenses, basic family needs, uh, reach out to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. And again, a big congratulations to George Loriana, uh, Republic Beverage, and William Grant for getting involved in this program, the Give Back. And of course, look, this comes from George, long line of, again, his family members that have been at, uh, been in the military. His military is very close to his heart. He wanted to do something for the military. And this has been a great Give Back as well. Uh, if you love bourbon, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and, and, and Hudson Bourbon, both are fantastic whiskeys, and the price points on these bourbons are incredible, okay? And then, of course, uh, can't make a rusty nail without Trambouille, uh, part of the liqueurs that, that are part of the portfolio of William Grant. And I've said this before. If you don't want to go out and purchase a, f- a full fifth of one of these spirits and you want to try them, George came up with an excellent idea about a year ago. The state legislature passed a, a, a law that is allowing, again, the little airplane bottles. Uh, you go to your favorite spirit store, pick up a few of those airplane bottles, and check out the um, uh, check out the um, uh, the 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 flavor there, the, the uh, or the uh, the uh, I guess the uh, spirit of your choice, and um, uh, you you can do it, you do it there, and then that way you, again once you try it, you like it, then you buy the fifth. Okay, I mean I'd rather you buy the fifth right off the off the box, but if you want to just give it a shot, you do it that way. All right, um, again, re- again, remember, reach for a William Grant product. All right, um, again, want to remind everybody uh, that uh, this hour we're going to have Maddie Hudak in just a couple seconds. She's going to join us on the program, uh, and we'll talk to her a little bit about the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, we'll talk about what she's seen with the Saints thus far at uh, practice. And then, of course, I have to ask her about the, the Deshaun Watson situation. She's been all over that. Uh, she's got a background in law. Uh, she has uh, done some really good things. If you follow her on social media, especially on Twitter, uh, breaking down a lot of things uh, in, in layman's terms that, again, that, that that, um, uh, that are within the law that maybe a lot of people don't understand or don't want to take the time to be able to go back and, and read for themselves. She's done a great job of doing that. She's a great follow on Twitter as well. And then, of course, we'll finish up with um, Glenn Gilbo of, of Outkick.com. All right, without further ado, let's, uh, let's go to the guest line. Joining us on the program is uh, Matty Hudak, Saints Wire, and, of course, the sideline reporter for the Tulane Green Wave. Matty, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, and thank you for such a thorough introduction. 
Well, I, tw- I, I texted you, uh, I tweeted you that back a, a while back, and I thought you did a great job throughout, the, again, all these court cases of really breaking it down for us. And, and of course, you come with a strong opinion as well, which is what we always want in, in radio. Sure, yeah. I, I'm nothing if not a standing on my convictions, uh, popular right. or not sometimes on, on Twitter. Yeah, well, let, let's ask first. Let's start with Deshaun Watson because I want to get into Tulane. I want to get into the Saints. But just your thoughts on the 11-game suspension, uh, the $5 million in fines. I, I still think it's not enough, okay? I thought he should have been suspended for an entire year. $5 million when you get $230 million guaranteed is a drop in the bucket. Uh, and what are your thoughts about the process and end up, what ended up happening? It sounds like even today he still has not really apologized. That was, again, my, probably the worst apology I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I feel like apology is honestly kind of a loose term at this point. Uh, Absolutely. You know, when a couple of days prior, uh, before his preseason game, you know, he, he says he wants to apologize to all the women and that his decisions have put him in this place. And then, you know, that, that changes to I, I'm sorry for triggering people, which is like basically akin to I'm sorry if you were offended by what I said or did. Um, I, I agree. I mean, it, it seems like we are put – you know, a, a numerical number on these cases brought forward by these women, you know, six versus 11 to me, it still feels wrong in that aspect where I, I would agree this should to me be something that should be at least a season long suspension. Um, I am appreciative that if nothing else, the NFL brought a fine in here. I, I There's part of me that wonders, you know, how much of this is playing the game, um, you know, with my legal background. I actually had to kind of leave the legal field because I kind of realized that advocacy can only go so far, and sometimes it's politics and judges and, and making decisions based on, you know, this being something that will serve as precedent moving forward. So I think that this is one of those newer cases in this new system, and it's probably one of the worst ones to have up front, given that, again, this will be something that they look back on. And I could see just not wanting to keep Dragging this on, honestly, you know, I, for lack of a better term, I'm kind of tired of hearing about Deshaun Watson. Um, it's almost, you know, why at this point are we giving him so much attention? I know that might not be the right way to look at it, but I just feel like if this was, you know, fighting a suspension out in court, it would just keep going back and forth. And I think, you know, 11 games to me, it's not enough, but it's certainly enough to completely affect the trajectory of a team's season. And, you know, for lack of a better term, I think the Browns somewhat deserve that uh, for their decision to not just kind of make this trade without figuring out, you know, have we actually done our quote-unquote due diligence, but offering him, you know, $230 million guaranteed. Uh, so there's part of me that hopes Jacoby Brissett really does well and makes that an issue for them. But I wouldn't be lying if I said, you know, I kind of hope that they completely lose out and then at least – there's some football consequence for these actions because I think that's really all we're going to get. Yeah, amen to that. And, and here's the other part of it. Thank God he's not a saint. <laughs> um, yeah, sincerely. Manny, let's talk a little bit about Tulane. What, what have you found out about the Green Wave so far? I really – so we have our uh, second scrimmage tomorrow, and it's not necessarily a full-fledged scrimmage, just kind of thinking about, you know, keeping players healthy before kind of opening with an easier schedule that should be winnable unless there's injuries, if that kind of makes sense. So I think this is kind of load management from here on out, but all of the players have really bought in and that's pretty incredible when, you know, quite honestly, it's when you only win two games and you're not really a school that usually, you know, I I went to Tulane. They honestly probably won two games when I went there, but that's not really what Chris's tenure has looked like there. So I think that they really, that 
last season shook them. And I really give credit to Coach Willie Fritz for, you know, really making decisions uh, that I don't think a lot of coaches are willing to make in terms of entirely new coaching staff. And I think that the really important positions of need got much better coaching. The O-line, you know, we spoke with Tajay Spears earlier this week. All he does is shout out the O-line's pass pro run blocking and everything like that. And, you know, he's really going to be the one to benefit from that. Um, and that line just really affected his ability, Cam Carroll's ability, Michael Pratt's ability, the whole nine last year. Uh, but having someone like Robert McNaman as a wide receiver coach who was actually our offensive coordinator, Jim Foboda's quarterback um, when he was in college, and he's also been an offensive coordinator and was most recently a head coach. So that's a very high pedigree wide receiver coach, and you can see the technique and coaching really showing them. And then you add on, you know, Michael Pratt's uh, middle school and on teammate in DeJean McDougal, and then Lawrence Keyes is just the real deal. Like, there, you know, he has hands. He has sharp routes. He has the football intelligence. It's all really there, and the defense is just as competitive on that side. So I really am looking forward to seeing them not just this weekend, but really in what should be, you know, I, I believe a 2-0 opener this season. One of the things that um, Willie Fritz mentioned in, in after the first scrimmage was he was um, impressed by the discipline of his team. Have you seen a difference from last year to this year in terms of discipline? Absolutely. Um, you know, just again, I think the idea that they've all bought in so highly. I remember, and it's one of those things where it's hard to almost compare, you know, how discipline was in, mm-hmm. in such a bad sure. situation last year. But, you know, there would be things like, and it's simple things, right? Like not putting your tracker away and, and leaving things out. They were just kind of, you know, checked out, honestly. And it's hard to kind of blame them for that. But they're all locked in. No one's taking a rep off. Uh, no one is, you know, kind of getting into it with one another. So like one scuffle here and there, but very quickly over with. But, you know, the competitive one-on-one drills have been fascinating. Uh, everyone is showing up. Everyone's showing up and loving Friday yoga uh, with our new strength and conditioning coach, Kurt Hester. So I just feel like that's kind of the idea is we're disciplined. We've all bought in. And, you know, last season was the exception and not the rule. I would say the strength of the offense would be the running back position. I'd like you to get your comment on that. What is the strength of the defense, in your opinion? I, I'm i really partial to safeties, if that's not obvious uh, with my time covering the Saints. But, you know, for kind of being smaller players, I think Macon Clark and Jaden Kennedy were fascinating to watch last year. I think they're really smart players. And then they added Lummy Young, the, the uh, safety from Duke. But at the same time, you know, Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams, that linebacker, almost kind of remind me of that, you know, DeMario Quan tandem where they're just such high energy. They hit really hard. They're able to get to the quarterback. And they're really, you know, if there's any issue with the defensive line, what really hurt the team last year was, when Nick Anderson got hurt in the Ole Miss game, you know, not just that play, but also his leadership. So I think all of that kind of stemming from the linebackers and then the safeties behind them, I would kind of say that's really where the strengths lie, at least at this point. The schedule is not as daunting as it was last year. In your opinion, is this a team that can be a bowl team this season? I believe so. And they really believe it. And, you know, I understand that, you know, believing is only – so far of a thing, but it's all kind of about those mantras and mentalities. You know, you think about the Saints hanging the banners, prove them right, and, and that kind of stuff. I just think there's such a chip on their shoulder at this point, 
And, you know, I, I believe them when they're saying we're going to the conference championship this season. Like, you know, everyone understands the playbook. Everyone understands their role in it, and no one, you know, is kind of fighting for someone else's. Uh, everyone is working in concert on offense, and they have competition against them in defense. And just from an eye check perspective on my point, this time last year, I wasn't really, I, I couldn't tell if it was because I was just new and didn't really know the team or if something was just kind of off with, you know, what, what was going on offensively. And when it's kind of like, again, the Saints, where are the wide receivers bad or the defensive backs bad of last year or somewhere in the middle? It was hard to evaluate, but it, it, it's, it's just completely night and day just in terms of individual coaching and technique, all of the drills that I see them working on with footwork, which I think is just like vastly underrated. So I really do think all of the chips are there. The mentality is there. And as long as health permits, I could see them easily having a bowl game in their season hopes. Manny Hudak is with us. She is the sideline reporter for the Tulane Green Wave. Also writes for Saints Wire. We'll shift to the Saints now. Manny, uh, nationally, there's been a few now, a few national correspondents that maybe are on the Saints bandwagon. The majority of them are not giving the Saints any type of uh, any types of props at all. Uh, a lot of that has to do with Jameis Winston, but it is what it is. You've seen this team throughout camp. Um, what, what do you think the ceiling for this team is? It's weird. It's very almost parallel to Tulane, just from a camp perspective of, I, I almost feel like a kid in a candy shop this year, just comparative to last, you know, being able to watch Michael Thomas go up against Paulson Adebo. That's like, honestly, it's must watch television, but it's right there in front of us. Uh, I, I feel like the Saints never get credit. I was just on another show and was kind of asked a similar question. And at first it was the defense. And then it was, you know, Drew has no arm. And then it was, you know, Sean's play calling it stale. And it's kind of this like everybody hates the Saints thing. But, uh, you know, I, I don't see why when you look at the fact that Jameis Winston was leading the team to wins last year with absolutely no supporting cast around him uh, to, to think that they're not really kind of a front runner in the NFC, especially when you look inner division and thinking about that, they start off with three division rivals, you know, that's an opportunity to get really far ahead. And when you kind of already have the bucks number and they're losing their O-line like flies, it really just kind of has the Saints in a good position. So I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be a playoff favorite, just quite frankly. You know, every position group that there were questions about, the secondary has been a fascinating chess match to watch back there when this time in March it was, who, who are the starting safeties? Because, you know, Marcus May, at that point, he's defied physics along with Jason Hill in terms of returns from their respective Achilles and Liz Frank injuries. But, you know, the, the defensive line is really the only point, I think, of just weakness in terms of health issues, but to have such a strong defensive back group, such a strong wide receiver group, and Will Lutz. Will Lutz, to me, is the, the missing piece, quite honestly, because if you think about a couple of losses last year that were two points back-to-back against Tennessee and Atlanta, I think Tennessee, they missed two extra points in that game. So it's like if they could just kick a point right. last year, they could have been looking at a very different schedule. So mm-hmm. that, to me, is, you know, when you look at, even if just Michael Thomas was back, that's an improvement from last year. They draft Crystal Lave, that's fantastic. Now you have Jarvis Landry, and it's almost like overstimulation. And then everyone jokes about Taysom Hill. I think that he's the red zone threat that that Jared Cook was really envisioned to be, and that kind of gives some pressure off of Adam Trotman to really find his way out there. And then everything else to me at that point is just, can the running game kind of stay healthy? But I don't see why, you know, they shouldn't be viewed as a really strong team throughout. What are you king on tonight? What position groups, what players tonight are you looking for? So I feel like running back 
is one of those groups where it's not a totally defined depth chart. Uh, so I'd really like to see, you know, is it going to be Divino Zico? Is it going to be Abram Smith? Is Tony Jones Jr. going to kind of really make his last case? Uh, I don't, I don't know how much if Ian Book is going to play, but I honestly kind of feel like this is Ian Book's last stand at this point. Uh, you know, he, he really didn't do well last week against the Texans, and then from what I've seen against Green Bay, it just seems like he's almost regressed in a year. And so with them having Taysom Hill as an emergency quarterback, which is really a hack, to be honest with you, I, I kind of feel like he's kind of looking for a roster spot at this point. Uh, and then linebacker, I really was impressed with Chase Hansen last week. I'd be curious to see if that's more, you know, that's, you know, what we can expect as somewhat of a consistent production performance for him because linebacker, I really like Pete Werner. I think he's a really smart player with a lot of upside and he already has really great run stopping abilities. And he's done a lot of slot coverage over training camp, but he gets hurt sometimes and they don't really have anyone behind him or Davis at this point. So I kind of really want to see someone like Andrew Dowell, Chase Hansen, Caden Ellis, like make a real opportunity for themselves that and then I'd say anyone on the defensive line that can make this look a little different than you know Jeff Driscoll running around quite frankly for way too long last week. Those are really yeah. kind of the groups I'm keying in on. Did uh, do you think we see Andy Dalton tonight based on again well, the the, pra- the joint practices against Green Bay? I-, I wouldn't, to be honest with you. I-, I think Andy Dalton is the best backup quarterback that the Saints have had since you know, and, and including Teddy Bridgewater, just because I think he offers such the ability to execute, you know, the Drew Brees offensive system that Pete Carmichael at this point has spent almost two decades developing that he is so easy to go in there and he's shown the ability to connect with Michael Thomas, make those short intermediate passes and execute down the field and and throw touchdowns. So he's kind of shown me that if he's, if he's the next man up, he can go there. And that's at this point with Jameis Winston down and Ian Book at this point being a roster bubble, I've, frankly, would give the game to Ian Book and just let him sink or swim, and I would not let Andy Dalton see a more than one series, if any. 100% agree, no doubt about it. Great to have you on, on, in the rotation on the program. Looking forward to having you on TV soon. Tell the folks about how they can follow you on social media, what's going on over at Saints Wire. Uh, give us, uh, give us the, the whole deal. Yeah, so I usually post uh, my articles uh, from USA Today Saints Wire on my Twitter, which is Maddie Hudak underscore nine four and i'll probably be uh talking about tooling quite a bit after tomorrow's scrimmage as well so say twitter is usually the best hub to find everyone there you go maddie thanks for joining us have a great weekend we'll be talking soon all right thank you Maddie Hudak, again, uh, Saints Wire. Check her out. Does a great job covering the Saints. Sideline reporter for the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, she's getting the uh, Green Wave up, up close and personal, uh, and she's going to be part of our rotation going forward. And we're going to have her on the uh, TV show in a couple weeks from now. Um, and uh, looking forward to it. Again, she's done a great job and um, a great read. And, again, a great follow on Twitter as well. Hey, don't forget about uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, especially if you're in the market for a generator. They make it so easy for you. I mean, they really do. Uh, the toughest thing you're going to have is meeting with Jason Burkhardt decide which generator is best for you, whether, again, it's your business uh, or, or, again, your home. Um, there are so many options out there for you, and Jason will come in and he'll educate you on those options. You make the decision. After that, you can uh, decide whether you want to finance that over time with low monthly notes or you want to pay it all up front. Remember the new installed quality check after one month? That's what Burkhardt does for everything they install for their customers. Uh, they'll be out a month after the, uh, uh, the installation. Make sure that you are comfortable with how to, how to operate the system. And, of course, once you're on the calendar, they put you down, you get a single-day install. When I say single-day install, I mean single-day install. They take care of the entire process. 
from planning to permit to inspections. There are multiple inspections uh, that, that have to happen when you have a generator uh, put in, uh, placed in your, uh, uh, your yard for your home or, or again, uh, at your business. Uh, you have to have it in the right, uh, my, right spot. You don't want to have a problem with any carbon monoxide poisoning, any problems. Burkhardt are the experts. They know exactly what to do, and they do it right. And they do it right the first time. So uh, the multiple inspectors, they're there to take care of that. You don't have to take off of work. They're doing that for you. All you got to do at the end of the day is, uh, again, uh, to choose what generator you want, uh, get the date down, uh, decide whether you're going to finance it, or you're going to pay it up front, and then, of course, meet them for the, for the, uh, for the uh, uh, new install quality check after one month, and that, you're, you're golden at that point. 247-365 emergency service, pardon me, when it comes to um, your generator, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need, generator sales and service. It makes it pretty easy. It's Burkhardt. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food, Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Are you a safe driver? Are you looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Delays are solid if you're traveling 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from City Park to the airport. In the meantime, delays are heavy on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power, with delays picking back up 10 eastbound from just past Bonneville to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are heavy from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, your delays are solid from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, look out for delays that are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And school zones are in effect. I'm Ed Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. Can I throw the brands out at you again? Because they're just so good. Henry's Gin, Lago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, Hottest Spirits on the Market. How about a little Glenfiddich uh, Scotch Whiskey, the Valvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, a Monkey's Shoulder Single Malt, all award-winning Scotches. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling uh, Irish Whiskey in all the world. It's with the Irish drink. Of course, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum and Sailor Jerry Rum, a part of the rum portfolio. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. Portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. And then a fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, Hudson bourbon whiskey, part of the bourbon portfolio. Great price point on those bourbons, by the way. And then, of course, you can't make a rusty nail without Drambouille, can you? Part of our liqueurs. Uh, all part of, again, the award-winning uh, portfolio of spirits of William Grant. And if I know my guy up in Baton Rouge, he might be having a little William Grant right now with a cigar out, out, out in the yard as, again, he takes his book out and peruses it. Uh, none other than Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. Uh, and um, uh, now out with a brand-new book. Uh, we talked about on this program a lot in the past. Uh, Everything Matters in Baseball, the Skip Bertman story uh, by Glenn Gilbo uh, with uh, Leo Honeycutt with the forward by Warren Morris and my good friend Glenn Gilbo, a Rummel guy. He is with us today on the program. Glenn, how are you? Hey, it's a it's a great book to to sit down with with a cigar and a and a crown and a beverage. Oil. Oh, and, I, and a I beverage. I say crown royal because that was uh, that was Skip's drink. Oh, that was Skip's drink. Well, Skip, oh, Skip, yeah. Skip, you know what Skip should have done? And got a little fist, a fistful of bourbon, a Hudson bourbon. Or maybe we should send Skip some Glenfiddich, some Balvini, some Grants, or Monkey Shoulder Scotch. And he may again go away from the Crown Royal. Well, Skip's from that age where, you know, they drank Seagram's and, and Crown yeah. Royal like, uh, yep. like our dad. Yeah, that's you true. Know? So he's, uh, yeah. he's, still, he's still with the Crown. But uh, there you go. No, it's, uh, it's a, it'd be a good book to sit back and, and smoke a cigar with. I, I, I really tried to make you feel like you're at the old Alex Fox um, through a lot of those chapters uh, because, you know, that's dear to a lot of, a lot of people. So hopefully you, you, you feel like that a little bit when you're reading the book. Take us through it, Glenn, because 
what gave you the idea first to do the book? I mean, again, what, the motivation to do it. And then, of course, I, I want to follow that up with how great was it to have the access you had to Skip Bertman and to get the knowledge and the stories that, again, that are in this book? Well, first of all, it wasn't my idea. Um, Skip had had the idea years ago, and, and Leo Honeycutt had just finished his book on Edwin Edwards, which is a great book, uh, about um, maybe 2014, 2015. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Leo did an entire book and got paid on, on Skip, but, it, but at the last minute, Skip changed his mind about the book, and it never published. Um, but, um, Skip wanted me to read that book, which I did. And I, I heavily used that book in my research and I would read a chapter from Leo's book before I would do a chapter on the same thing. Uh, and it was very helpful. So, uh, and Skip went to, uh, another writer who, who was not interested and then came to me. So I was really kind of the third choice. He came to me and. 2018 during football season and there naturally I was busy and I didn't get started on it until 2019 in February and finished uh in uh new, like about New Year's Eve 2021 um what was it like to sitting down with Skip and 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 learning from him you know, some of the things that happened in throughout his career um maybe some of the anecdotes some of the stories yeah, that was that was great. You know, I sat down with Skip at his kitchen table in in Baton Rouge near the, near the stadium uh, where he's he's lived ever since 1983, um, uh, and uh, with Dan Canavary quite a few times. And he's got a great memory. Usually, what we would do, I, I would say, "Okay, look, I need, I need to come over. We want to talk about 1991, or we're going to talk about 1989," and then. 1993, and then I'd come over again, and we talk about uh, this season, and then we talk about pitching, and and then we talked about the chapter that's uh, his his tips, which is which is very interesting, and I hope for coaches. Uh, but it was it was great having the access to Skip because he you know he's had some health issues, been up and down, but he's never been not sharp. You know he is like a steel trap. His mind, great memory. And, um, you know, the players were great. Um, right. they, I, I've interviewed many of the players for at least an hour, and, and they, were, they weren't talking to me because they liked me. <laughs> they were talking to me because they knew I was doing a book on Skip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you, for someone that would like to purchase this book, uh, give us a little synopsis of what they'll find when, when, when they get into this, when they really get into the meat of the book. Well, you, you go to a Acadian house.com slash sports is the way you order the book. It's, it's $30, but I, I think, um, they'll get to relive what, what they've gone through already. They'll get to relive the national championship seasons and, and maybe learn something they didn't know or forgot about. Uh, and they'll get to relive the great 1989 season when they upset Texas A&M. There's, there's a lot on that with Ben McDonald and new Orleans own Pat Garrity. And um, uh, just just a lot of details and and reliving those great years. And then there's also a lot on him as an athletic director, which people may forget. Uh, he he brought in the ticket licensing program, which they'd never done. He he tried to keep saving. It's a chapter on him trying to keep saving and telling him it wasn't going to work in the NFL. <laughs> and um, 
you, you know, he hired four coaches as an athletic director that won national championships. So really he won nine national championships. And there's a lot about him at Miami. I interviewed Howard Schnellenberger, who was the football coach at Miami when he was the baseball uh, pitching coach. Um, I interviewed Howard about a year before he passed away because Howard convinced Skip to go to LSU because Skip thought he was going to follow Ron Frazier at Miami because Ron Frazier thought he was going to become AD, but Howard Schellenberger said that that's not going to happen because <laughs> he knew. I mean, you know, and that, at that time and in many places still, the football coach ran everything. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff in there that you might not know or you, you, you may have forgotten about. What did you learn that you didn't know? <clears throat> um, I learned or uh, – well, I always knew he was a great coach, but it, it was uncanny the, the, the players who, who talked about how Skip predicted things during a game, like this was going to happen in the third inning or this guy right here is going to ground out to the second baseman. Or, or, or this guy's going to fly out to right field, or we'll get to this guy in the sixth inning. Uh, he was just uncanny about that. He was always two or three innings ahead, you know, and, and uh, the players used to kind of fight to sit next to him in the dugout. Um, but just just um, even the talented players were in awe of him, even before he started winning championships. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the main thing. And, and just um, – I mean, it's really a band of brothers, those guys. Uh, right. Even the guys that didn't play together, there's, there's still a, bro- a brotherhood because, you know, I mean, chances are if you played at LSU between uh, 1986 and 2001, you were going to go to Omaha and you might win the national championship. I mean, they were that consistent. There's only one Bam Bryant. Is there only one Skip Bertman? I think so. Um, I mean, there's some other coaches in the room, you know, Augie Garrido and, and uh, the USC coach. Um, but, uh, you know, no, nobody won five in, in ten years. And uh, he didn't really coach that long. You know, he didn't, Augie Garrido coached much longer and won the same amount of titles, uh, but over a longer period of time. Um, and Skip um, really – brought baseball to Louisiana and to the SEC, as did Ron Polk bef- before him. But he he's really one of the reasons the SEC became such a power. Yeah. Everything matters in baseball. Um, the, the, the title, where does it come from? Oh, there were several working titles that, uh, I, that, that Skip was playing around with. Um, that was not the title of the, of the first book. Um, I, I, I threw that out at him because I just noticed a lot of a lot of guys were saying that. Like Warren Morris says that in the forward, um, because because Skip often said that to the team. You know, everything matters. You know how you how you practice, particularly uh, how you handle yourself, how you prepare through video and through uh, studying with your assistant coaches and and the bullpen, and, and, and how you pitch, how you, how you take BP. So that was just something that, that kept coming up in interviews. Everything matters or everything counts in, in baseball. Look, I'm biased. We're friends. I think you're an incredible writer. How was it to transition from writing columns, writing stories uh, for the paper or for the website, as opposed to doing a book? 
Well, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of did it the same way, just longer. You know, uh, I, I, everything I did was was kind of longer than I thought it would be, um, because I, you know, I naturally knew so much because I covered Skip since his first year, on and off, and I covered most of the national championship seasons. So it, it, I didn't have to do a lot of research, but I did do a lot of research, and I just got a lot of information overload, and and there was just so many good stories, and I tried to get them all in there, and and um, not all of them made the book. Uh, I, I wish the, the book should be longer, uh, but for marketing purposes, they wanted it to be smaller. Um, but um, I think I, I, the thing that was different was that the permanence of a book, you know, when you write for a newspaper, nobody sees the newspaper after a day or so. And, and yes. stories on the web only last maybe 10 or 15 minutes and they're, and they're gone. You know, a book is, is permanent. And so I felt a lot of pressure to get it right. And, and you know, you don't want a mistake in a book because if you have a mistake in a story, you can go in and fix it. Nobody remembers yes. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, if you have a mistake in a book or you get something wrong in a book, it's, it, you know, there, there obviously, hopefully there will be a second printing and updates to yeah. it. But, mm-hmm. um, for the most part, the book is it, you know, you got one shot to do it right. So that's, right. that's a lot of pressure. Is it something you think you might want to do again? Um, yeah, but it would, you know, this was an easy book for me because I knew that the topic already. I mean, I grew up with the topic. I was 23 years old when Skip started at LSU and my first job at, at Tiger Rag. And, and some of my best times as a sports writer was, was covering LSU and Omaha. Mm-hmm. So, so that was, that was fun. It was, it was easy. It was like going into a yeah. time capsule when I would do research for, for each chapter. And I, I just don't know what other book would be as much fun. Um, you know, uh, I mean, there's there's probably a dozen Nick Saban books. I could I could do one, but there's not I, there's just not a market for another one. <laughs> there's already right. too many on Nick. Um, but uh, you know, I, I don't know what it would what it would be about. I I think I'd I'd like to do one, but I don't know what it would be about yet. How can folks get the book? Um, um, and and of course the cost, etc. It's it's at AcadianHouse.com slash sports and you'll see the skip book cover pop up on your computer or phone and uh it's it's thirty dollars and i know some people who got it within two days of uh of ordering it Mm -hmm. and uh you know i i think you'll enjoy it there's you know there's there's some stuff that's not in there but you know we can only can only be so big and uh but but hopefully they'll enjoy what what is in there, and it'll be a good Christmas present, man. It's not too early. No, for I don't Christmas. think there's any doubt. Christmas, Five, birthday. Two three, Eric. Uh, well, look, you know, I'll, I'll have a whole my, – my, my, my whole library will be half of, of your books. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask no, one question it. I didn't ask it earlier. Leo Honeycutt, you mentioned he did an Edwin Edwards book, and it was, a, it was a, supposedly a really good book. I did, not, I did not read it, but, of course, I know his relationship with, Lee, with, uh, with Edwin Edwards. What did what did he do with this book? And you said you wrote a book previously. Is that why he's he's in um, is part of the uh, uh, is, is kind of a dual author yeah. with? Okay. Yeah, because because I used his book as a, as a reference. Oh, as a and, reference. Okay. Yeah, and um, and Skip wanted his name on this book because he didn't get to publish the 
previous book that he did. Understood. He worked uh, he worked real hard on that book that didn't get published, but he did get paid. Mm-hmm. He got paid handsomely, right. but still, he wanted to, it to be published, and it and it wasn't. And and I read the whole thing, and and I liked it. It was it was more of a research encyclopedia type book, and Skip wanted more anecdotes and and more about uh, coaching as opposed to, mm-hmm. to like a record of what he did. So uh, that, that's what happened there. But, but, but Leo did a great job on that book and he was very helpful uh, to me. And uh, his, uh, his Edwin Edwards book is, is really worth a read. Mm-hmm. Right. And Warren Morris, is that, is that something Skip wanted? Or is that something you wanted in terms of the forward? Um, actually, I need to praise uh, Leo for that because Warren did a lengthy interview with Leo Honeycutt and Leo asked Warren to write his thoughts about his days at LSU with Skip and sent that to, uh, to Leo and Leo borrowed from that in his book. And then Leo sent me or Leo told me about it. And Warren still had the entire thing he wrote about Skip for Leo. And he, he sent it to me. And, uh, and as I was reading it, I, originally I was just going to use parts of it for the chapter on 96, but it was written so well by Warren and was so good. I said, Skip, you know, this ought to be a forward. And he agreed, and I, I trimmed it down some, but uh, it's, it's a great forward by, uh, yeah. by Warren. And I, and I interviewed him, too. Uh, you know, a lot of the players did lengthy interviews with Leo and with me. So that, that tells right. you the patience of those guys. Yeah. That they and would the love, right? Talk about yeah, exactly. And uh but yeah, Warren's forward is is really good and and uh, I'm really proud of the the chapter on the 96 team as well. Well, hopefully you're being paid handsomely as well, my friend, because it's well deserved. One more time, tell the folks how they can get the book, the cost, uh and uh just give the whole nine yards on that. Yeah, um it's it's uh acadianhouse.com/sports. That's a publishing company in Lafayette. It also, Trent Andrews is the publisher there. He's a great writer. He's written Vietnam books, and he also published Jeff Duncan's book on the Saints and Hurricane Katrina, which mm-hmm. is a great book. Um, and uh, so you can get this book for $30 at uh, AcadianHouse.com sports. There you go. We'll be hyping this book every time Glenn comes on the program. Also, he'll be on the, on, the, on the TV show again soon. He'll bring that book then, and we'll be able to see that there. Congratulations, Glenn. Sounds like it's going to be a great book. I know it's been, again, a labor of love for you. Glad to see it come to fruition, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you. I was, I was ready to talk a little Saints, but I'm, I'm getting ready to watch the uh, preseason game. I'm hoping uh, yep. we'll see some of the regular players. You think we'll see Thomas and Kamara? I don't or? think so. I don't think we'll see any. Okay. I don't think we should see yeah. any of them. <laughs> not, not Dalton. Okay. No, no, I think it's it's backups all the way. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put anybody on that field. They, they they worked out against Green Bay already. Okay, they don't need to do yeah, it. Yeah, right. You know, I okay. wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it at all. Glenn, well, we'll, pick, be we'll pick that up with the, we'll pick it up with the Saints next week. Uh, one more time, Outkick.com and and um, how folks can follow you on social media. Uh, LSU beat tweet and um, on on Facebook. Um, got a story about. Monte Teo, the the documentary yep. the, that was on Netflix that just just came out on Netflix this week. That's on the uh, NCAA football part of uh, Outkick.com and AcadianHouse.com for the book. Beautiful. Thanks, Glenn. Have a great weekend, my friend. Okay, thank you. 
You got it. Glenn, Glenn, uh, Glenn Gilbo, everything matters in baseball, the Skip Burtman story. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC goes down over the weekend. They're there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute currency call, after-hour service as well. It uh, doesn't matter what type of system you have in your home or your business. Burkhardt will be there to fix it, only doing the work that's necessary. You can trust Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and Salmonella. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861-ROOF. That's 861-7663. Were you or your parents at or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987? If so, you need to hear this. It's been proven there was toxic drinking water. If you are diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, it may be due to that exposure. Visit DudleyDebosier.com for details. Serving those who serve us. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Stephen DeBosier, New Orleans. LA 22 
Get in play and win big at the Treasure Chess Casino. Enjoy the hottest new slots and all of your favorite classics with jackpots hitting daily. Plus, double down at our sizzling blackjack tables and roll a winner at the most exciting craps tables in town. Get more betting options and catch all of the live action at the new FanDuel Sportsbook, a sports betting experience like no other. There's always more fun, excitement, and winning at the Treasure Chess Casino. All right, folks, don't forget today's program brought to you by, again, our friends at William Grant, Henrik Chin, Malako Tequila, Rekha Vaca, Glenn Fittick, Scott Squissy, the Balvini, Vaney Scott Squissy, Grant's Blended Scott Squissy, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Crispy, Florida County, Nicaraguan Rum, Sailor Jerry Rum, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. Post those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtruth.org. Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, and Drambuie uh, liqueur, part of, again, the portfolio of William Grant. Uh, thanks for their sponsorship, as always. All of our great sponsors, thanks for their sponsorship. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor our program. Click on the icon, take it right to the sponsor. Everything you need to know about the sponsors right there. Thanks for the support of our sponsors. Thanks for the sponsor support of our program. Uh, thanks to Mike Vazan, Matty Hudak, Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the show. Thanks to Rudy back at studio producing. Thank you for listening, as always. Certainly appreciate that. Uh, coming up next, it is... Um, all Access with Ken Trahan, Coach Hank Tarney of, uh, of Archbishop Shaw, and Glenn Gilbo will be his guest. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you Monday straight up 4 o'clock. For the dog catcher, the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. <laughs>